everybody, this is Mike, and welcome to what I'm calling my Point .5 project. If you're a long-time listener, you know that I've produced and published shorter episodes before from time to time as a complement to my longer-form episodes that drop every Friday. And as the phrase time to time might suggest, I haven't had any structural schedule or themes to my Point .5s. So now I'm going to try something new. Going forward, I intend to publish a short .5 episode every Tuesday, while continuing to publish my longer-form conversations every Friday. My .5 project episodes will be quick to digest, less than 10 minutes long. In each, I will tell a story about my experience as an entrepreneur, starting a business from scratch in 1992, and building it into a $50 million organization over a 22-year period. I'll share with you the lesson I learned from the experience and ask you to consider the lesson you might take away from the story as well. I hope you find this project interesting and thought-provoking. Let me know what you think, and thanks for listening. My future is my property. Wow. That one landed on me like a ton of bricks. I didn't come up with it. It was presented to me while I was a participant in the Strategic Coach Program, one of the best programs I've ever found for helping entrepreneurs raise the level of their games. If you're an entrepreneur, you should definitely check it out. Maybe it was the time in my life that gave it such an impact with me. It was in the mid-2000s, and I was in a bad place mentally. My dad passed away from cancer in 2003, at age 60, and in October of that same year, my partner Butch, who I adored and counted on, died after being badly burned in a work accident. He was only 54. And another partner of mine who'd been a real mentor to me came into the business on a more active basis, and that caused a new and really uncomfortable tension between us. And that was on top of all the other day-to-day business issues that gnaw at every entrepreneur. We were about 10 years into our business, and I was living a life that was increasingly frustrating, even before these three significant events occurred. I was ready to quit because I felt like quitting might somehow make things better or make everything right. I'm sure I wasn't thinking very clearly, but that was the point. I didn't want to think anymore. I just wanted to run, or maybe it was to hide. And then this guy named Dan Sullivan, who created Strategic Coach, comes along and tells me that my future is my property, that it belongs to me, that it's mine to create just the way I want it. Not because I wish it to be that way, but instead because I choose it to be that way. And because I am willing to create it just the way I want it. At a time in my life where I was convinced that my future, and you know my present for that matter, belonged to anyone but me, and that there was nothing I could do about it, Dan's message hit me right between the, right between the eyes. Get up and stop feeling sorry for yourself, it said to me, or I said to me, because of it. I realized that I'd been sucked into my own negative self-talk, my own woe-is-me dogma. 
I was becoming a coward and a quitter. Two things I had told myself over and over that I would never become. I was ready to give in to what I thought my life was giving me at the time. Ready to make my future someone else's property rather than my own. And when I accepted what Dan was saying, that my future was my property, that it was owned by me, and that I was responsible for creating it and taking that ownership, I felt both liberated and a little scared as well. I was liberated because it was almost like I needed his permission or someone's to get me back on track, to not be a quitter, to get my mind refocused on taking ownership for me, and scared because making my future my property and taking its ownership wasn't just a thought exercise, and it wasn't going to just happen because I wanted it to happen. Scared because making my future my property created another responsibility for me, along with a new puzzle to solve. If I believe that I own my future, that it was my property, what was I going to do to buy it and care for it? I hadn't had thoughts like that for at least a decade and maybe never before. I can imagine that kind of responsibility being a hard challenge for some people. I know it was definitely not easy for me. What it was, though, was freeing. I can do this, I said to myself. I can have what I want. I can figure out the help I need and get it. I can do this. It's mine. So here's my lesson in this story. I had put myself in a bad place, uh, what I call a feel-sorry-for-me kind of place. I didn't like it there. It was a place where it seemed like I was not in control, where I no longer owned who I was or who I wanted to become. And that sucked. But sometimes you have to get into a really desperate funk or be feeling a lot of pain to be open to a new way of thinking. And that's where I was when I heard that my future is my property. It hit me, and I believed it. It changed the way I approach everything in my life. It gave me the confidence and the courage to get up and dust myself off, to move ahead knowing it was up to me, it was my responsibility, it was mine. So what's your lesson in this story? Have you ever felt like I was feeling? Like someone else or something else was in control? Like your future would be what it would be? Like it wasn't something that you had any say about? I'm curious to know. Thanks for listening to this episode of the How'd It Happen podcast, where we believe that success doesn't happen unless you make it happen. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. And while you're there, please rate it and leave a comment as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the show, ideas for future guests, or whatever you'd like to share. And of course, you can always find me at MikeMalatesta.com. See you next time. Thanks again for listening to the How'd It Happen podcast.